Hey y'all, hey y'all, hey y'all. Welcome back to my podcast. I like it raw. If this is your first time to my podcast, my name is Mikala Leinani. I am the creator, the owner, the motherfucking founder of this podcast. And what do we talk about here, y'all? Anything and everything. Anything that people consider taboo, anything that people are nervous to talk about and get into, like politics, sex, COVID, I mean, sexuality, fucking thought, whatever it is, we talk about it all. So, will I talk about it all, goddamn. So, I also want to just first off say... Thank you all so much for all of your continual support, constantly listening to my uh, podcast episodes and, you know, just giving me so much great feedback. And I'm also even asking y'all topics that y'all would like to hear me talk about. So I've definitely gotten a few different topics from a few different people. And I appreciate y'all so much for going ahead, going on, going ahead and giving me these topics because you know what? I'm here to talk about it all because I went through some shit too. And you know, I'll be wanting to know what y'all want to hear. So again, thank y'all so much for your support. And let's go ahead and get into this topic. This was actually a topic sent by, I want to make sure I have your name correct, honey. Because I'm stick. I'm a stickler for making sure we got the right names and the right pronunciations in this motherfucker. Nakia. Um, Nakia, she sent me a message on Instagram and just, she made me feel real good. So girl, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you just giving me words of positivity and saying that my podcast episodes will have you thinking. And that's truly what I want to do. I want to have people thinking and I want to help enlighten and seeing that I'm doing that. It just, it feels so good. But Nakia, she was talking about doing a episode in regards to how to get over a friend's betrayal. Look, y'all. First off, disclaimer, if you hear bells and shit ringing, I got two little babies now. Onyx and Eclipse, my two little kitties. So they are walking around, playing around while I'm in the office recording. But I gotta love my kids. So just disregard anything that you hear. But anyways, how to get over... Like a friend's betrayal. Y'all, I know we've all had our fucking days. uh, Those times and those people that just fucked you over. (laughs) Look at me. Just fucked you over. Now, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I was... Since I was young, I had friends. But I never really had friends. You know what I'm saying? I never was attached to people because I constantly moved around. I probably went to like seven to 10 different schools all throughout my fucking life, you know, because I moved so much. Um, So for me, getting attached to people was not something that happened and it still isn't something that happens. I can move on from people very quickly. Um, Plus I'm a Virgo, so that cold heart can can come about very fast. But... I'm not going to lie. I had some people that I did care about, that I did consider friends. That is my first thing. Like, I hate the fact that 
I want to consider somebody a friend. And then when I consider them a friend, that's when shit starts going sour. It's like when you start putting a label on a relationship, shit just seems to go the the wrong way. That shit just starts going left and not right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't fucking get that, but I understand it. Um, I really do because at the end of the day, a lot of the times, and this goes within any relationship that you are in, once people put a label on what your relationship is with them, there comes expectation. And these expectations that people put on you aren't fair because in some ways, these expectations will not allow you to be fully you. Like, you can't always be your 100% authentic self trying to fulfill somebody else's expectation. So, with the person that puts the expectation on, that causes problem. And then with the person trying to live up to somebody somebody else's expectation, that causes the other problem. So, here, let me just go ahead and tell y'all something. I had maybe like, Two friendships that I can actually recall. Um, and one of them being pretty, pretty recent. Uh, so, back when I was a freshman in high school, I was starting my freshman year. I moved to California. And, you know, California, fucking beautiful. Don't ask me why I came back. It's expensive, okay? I was a freshman. I wasn't paying no motherfucking bills. So I was just going with the flow of where my family wanted to go. So, yeah. So I had, you know, been down there, made like, made a couple of acquaintances. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to call them acquaintances now. Um, But, you know, back then I was calling them motherfuckers friends. Made some acquaintances and shit. You know, we became very, very cool cordial or whatever and I was hanging out with them you know after school and stuff like that it was two girls specifically that I would hang out with the most um Rachel and Liz Elizabeth Elizabeth was a black chick um and Rachel was a Samoan girl yeah she was a Samoan girl so we were all real cool all real tight whatever you know it comes like we are out of school. We're walking. I think we either walk to Taco Bell or something. And we're just hanging out, chopping it up. Elizabeth, she's older. She was a senior in high school at the time I was a freshman. And she had this older white boyfriend, I believe, um, that I don't know if she actually met him in person or if she was talking to him on the phone. I don't fucking know. I can't recall. But somehow uh, she sends a picture of like all three of us because I think he might have been asking like what y'all doing or whatever. And she sends us sends him a picture of all of us and blah, blah, blah. And this supposed to be her boyfriend, this guy, says, I'm fine. Well, shit, Sherlock. Uh, goddamn. <laughs> Thank you. Now, sorry, cats. But now, okay. One, first off, first of all, you can't 
You can't be mad at me because your nigga said I was fine after you was the one that sent your nigga a picture of all your friends. All Tria. All Tria us. You know what I'm saying? Why are you getting mad at me? There's no reason to. So that's kind of where it started the sour puss moment or the sour experiences that followed afterwards. So that's kind of what uh, started everything off. Um, when I first came to school, I was also friends with a few black people at what we would call the black table. Like, yes, the black table, y'all. This is where all the black people in the school, most of the black people in the school would hang out was at the black table. When I tell you, I felt so uncomfortable. Like it was already, it felt difficult to get accepted into the black table because I don't know what it is, but y'all black motherfuckers, black people so fucking judgmental. What is wrong with y'all niggas? God damn. I'm cool with a few black people there. Uh, this boy, he was real tiny. Like this nigga was short as fuck. Um, and scrawny as shit, little egghead ass nigga. I was cool with him and he had a sister. They both was small and scrawny. They both, they looked like twins, but he was younger than her. She was a senior and he was a freshman. And, you know, he was trying to be cool with me or whatever. And it's like, he was cool, but I didn't like him like that. So I just said like, you know, I don't fucking like you like that. And so this being before all of the drama with the two people that I considered friends at the time. So that shit had transpired prior to uh, this girl sending her boyfriend a photo of all three of us and whatnot. So shit just started trickling down. Like I didn't even hang out with them anymore. I started hanging out with my other friend. Her name was Megan Pop. If you could see this, Megan, I hope you are doing great. That was my bitch. You know what I'm saying? She was cool as fuck. I started hanging out with her a lot more. And stopped hanging out with Rachel and Elizabeth. Because I just already saw some shit was starting to get fucking... It was turning like too much fucking drama. Every morning or every rising, I would walk in. I would walk to school. Like, I wouldn't walk to school. I got dropped off. But if you know how schools are in California, all your sh everything is outside. School is outside. Besides your classroom. So you eating outside. Your hallway's outside. The bathrooms, when you walk to the bathroom, is outside. So to get to everything, you walking outside. So I'm walking up. I always keep my headphones in. Nicki Minaj, Pink Friday album was popping at that time. I walked like walking up to Dungeon Dragon and shit. Like, rah, rah, like a Dungeon Dragon. Like I was feeling my shit. And you know, it was this particular day I'm walking up. The girl who has a scrawny-ass brother who's scrawny as fuck herself came up to me. Oh, you better leave my motherfucking brother name out your mouth and shit. Uh, you over there talking shit and stuff. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Thing is, I don't be talking shit. If I got a problem with you, I'm going to tell you. And there's no reason for me to have any problems. Like, I just told her brother, like, I didn't like him that way. But he was cool as a friend. And... I don't know what his little sad ass said to her, but I could give a fuck less. Anywho, from that morning, that rising, a whole bunch of other shit just started to pop off. The black table was looking at me crazy, y'all. The black table was looking at me crazy. They wanted to fuck, man, let me, let me just finish. 
I'm walking in. She come over there talking shit. I'm like, bro, like, I'm going to need y'all to chill the fuck out. Because I ain't even talk. Like, I didn't say anything. I don't know what you're talking about. I keep going about my business because, like, bitch, who are you? I have a lot of Hispanic friends. I'm a fucking Puerto Rican. So, hi. You know, what? what's good? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a lot of Hispanic friends. In my school, there were definitely gangs. So, the gang that was in my school was called the Diablos. And that was the Hispanic gang. You had the black table that sat here and then Diablos that sat here. The black table right here, Diablos back here by this nice ass tree. I tell you, I was told when I first came to that school, they said the Diablos don't fuck with black people. They don't like black people, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. But I I was cool with a lot of them. Uh, well, I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Like, they would talk to me and be real cool with me, but they would not hang out or talk to anybody from Black Table. Again, I'm biracial, so I pass. I'll just say I could pass for, like, a lot, but I don't fucking know. I was just cool with them. Um, But the Black Table was looking at me motherfucking crazy, y'all. And it's first period. First period is done. Now, I'm being told by... um. I don't know who it was. I think it was Rachel at the time. She was like, yeah, you're not shit and blah, blah, blah. That's why you're going to be jumped after school. I'm like, wait, first off. What? I was hanging with Megan at the time. And I'm just hearing all this other shit about getting jumped and how they going to beat me to death and shit like that. I'm like, who? So I talked to... My uh, native Hispanics. I'm like, look, I'm going to tell y'all this. Look, I don't know. I, I just want to talk to somebody about it because, like, essentially I was at that school alone. Like, I had one friend. Like, I had friends, but I didn't have friends. I was like, I floated around with everybody. But, like I said, even first time I got there, the black table just, they be looking so fucking mean. And they were and judgmental. I did barely talk to any of the black people at the fucking school because they all had a motherfucking attitude. Acting like they better than everybody. Fuck wrong with y'all. But anyways, I was talking to them. They were talking about the full... Rachel was telling me the full black table was going to jump me after school. And uh, Elizabeth, she had a fucking sister that was younger than her that was a stud. And she was uh, walking past me crazy saying, yeah, we gonna get your ass after school and shit. Don't fucking worry about that. And I'm like, what the... What the fuck is going on in here? So now I'm talking to the fucking, the Diablos, the Hispanic crew. I'm like, yo, I got to tell y'all this. I don't know if y'all going to have my back or not, but I just want to let somebody know just in case y'all decide to have my back. Um, Thank God they did. Thank y'all because I appreciated that. But I told them, I'm like, look, the black black table uh, is telling me that they're going to jump and try and kill me after school. So, yeah, they're like, oh, no, no, don't worry about that. I kid you not, the first thing that somebody told me when I came to the school that I was in was that the Diablos want to kill the black people. No shit. Like, I'm not kidding at all. That is, like, the first thing that the people told me or whoever I was hanging out with at the time told me. That was the first thing they told me about the Diablos. They're like, 
They want to kill all the black people in the school. I said, well, goddamn. But I talked to them. I'm like, yo, the black table talking about trying to kill me and jump me and blah, blah, blah. And they said, oh, no, 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 we'll be waiting. And then I go to the office. I call my mom. I'm like, mom, like, they're talking about, like, the black table is talking about jumping me and trying to kill me after school. Like, they're like, what? My mom, she ain't on no hot shit. Like, she's like, well, they could definitely try it. You know, I don't know what the fuck makes them think they're even going to be able to do anything. Because, bitch, I don't walk home. Y'all might. I ain't even trying to say it like that. But I'm going to say it like that. But y'all might. Nah, I got a Jeep pulling up in front, nigga. We got Arnie, nigga. So, I was walking out, you know, walking out feeling good. Because I already, I talked to the Diablos. I talked to my family. Um... I was just ready for whatever hot shit wanted to pop off. Had my headphones. I didn't have my headphones in. I had my headphones in, but I didn't have them on. Because I was walking. You know, I'm walking, leaving school now. Because I went through the entire day. Leaving the school. I'm seeing little people just looking at me. I'm just looking at somebody like, make a move. I'm walking to the Jeep. Nobody comes up to me. Not shit. I'm sitting here like, so, so somebody was supposed to jump me or something. Me and my mom, I think it was my mother, my mother, maybe mother and my uncle was in the car or something. Mother and a cousin was in the car, I believe. And we're driving to exit the school now. We see a few of the black crew just standing at this corner. I don't know if y'all was waiting for me, but bitch, I don't walk home. <laughs> so, goddamn. Crazy shit is, the school didn't do anything about it, but it is what it is. At the end of the day, I was set up by two women that I called friends. Well, two bitches that I called friends. I was set up by their motherfucking ass because they was bitter and sour. So, when it comes to being betrayed by friends, because I have friends that was trying to plot to have me jumped and supposedly killed, but that shit went sour... I honestly just get over that shit with not having attachment. Because to me, people, the thing is, I know people are going to be people. You can't put shit past nobody. You can't. Even the people that you call friends, you cannot. You can't even put shit past your own family because your family will fucking steal from you. Your family will do you grimy. Your family will point a gun to your temple and wait for you to tell them to shoot. Okay? You can't put shit past these people. So what I did was I said, fuck y'all. And I went on about my business. I don't attach myself to people because people will constantly disappoint you. What you're here to do is to live and learn and love. And all of that shit is for yourself. And that being point blank period. Here's another quick story that I even told in one of my previous podcasts. One of the girl, like the chick that I was cool with, um, the chick that I was cool with, she even helped me with my eyesight when my eyes was fucked up with my contacts or whatever. I considered her, yes, I considered her a friend. I got COVID. I had bad allergies, goddamn. Had that. And then I had to work. At the end of the day, I have to support myself. Um, was the girl that I considered a friend going to pay my bills? No, she wasn't. But I had to work the day that I found out. And I worked 
had my mask on, had gloves on, and, you know, staying away from people. But I definitely worked, and then the next day, I uh, called off and took the entire two weeks to get back right, quarantining and shit like that. And that night that I had to work, she told me, she was like, oh, you are a terrible person, you know? If anybody dies, that's on you, Mikala. I can't be friends with somebody like that. Bitch, you was just in the club with no motherfucking mask on. What are you talking about? You can't be friends with somebody like that. I could have got it from your fucking wannabe unmasked in the club ass. What are you talking about? It's just crazy because people will always try and flip the script on you. And make it seem like you're always in the wrong. So, at the end of the day, the way I deal with betrayal of friends... Is I don't have friends, for real. I got certain people that I will consider friends now, but since I'm of age, you can't call everybody in a, you can't call everybody a friend. A lot of people are associates. A lot of people will never make it to even the associate stage. So you let that shit go. You let go of expectation. You don't have to put expectation on others. You never let shit slide with people. I mean, it's just... It's just that simple for me. You never put your trust into somebody. I can't put my own trust into my family. So I'm not putting trust into fucking people that I consider friends. Shit. The fuck? And a lot of the times, even in these friendships, when you guys go through things, a lot of the times you look for closure. In every relationship, in any relationship, stop looking for closure. Because that's some shit that you probably will not get. Move the fuck on. Take people's actions for what they did to you as what they did to you and move the fuck on about. There's nothing for you to be mad at. You can't continue questioning yourself why somebody did something wrong to you because that's just who they are. You got to let that shit go. You got to blossom, baby. And once you let go of the fucking toxic baggage, those people that you call friends, once you let the motherfuckers go, you can flourish. You feel me? But anyways, I'm going to go ahead and cap this episode off right here. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of I Like It Raw. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share if you are watching me on YouTube. And if you are listening to me on Spotify or any of your other, any of your other major listening platforms, <laughs> make sure you share my motherfucking podcast episode with everybody you know. Otherwise, I'm going to end this episode right here. I really appreciate y'all coming to listen to my episode of I Like It Raw. Follow me on my Instagram at Mikala Leimani. M-I-K-A-L-A-L-E-I-N-A-N-I. The podcast Instagram at I Like It Raw Podcast. And my skating Instagram at MK Skates with two Z's and no S in this bitch. So, I think that's it. I'll see y'all later. Make sure y'all stay high, strapped up, and safe. And I'll speak to y'all soon.